Welcome to The Emil Show, a podcast about transforming relationships. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Emil Show, where we talk about all things relational. One of the hardest situations, social situations to deal with is how do we deal with passive aggressive people? I've been sorting through some of the questions I've got through email, trying to figure out which of these questions would be the best ones for me to start off with. And one of the hardest situations, social situations to deal with is how do we deal with passive aggressive people? How do we deal with with the way people say things when their purpose, their intent is to put some pain inside our skin. How do we deal with those situations? One of the beauties of passive aggressive behavior is that it's so effective. When we're passive aggressive, we can say something and then um, we can pretend like we didn't really mean what we said. And then the person that took offense is the one that looks kind of foolish and kind of silly. And we walk away totally chill because they, we got to say our little passive aggressive dig and the other person doesn't know how to respond to it. And so one of the values of passive aggressive behavior, and I'm not promoting this, okay? Because passive aggressive behavior, it's, it's dishonest, it's manipulative, it's, it's mean, it's ineffective in terms of getting a, a message across and supporting the relationship. So when, when people are passive aggressive, what, what happens to people when they're passive aggressive is that they are leaking out frustration and they're unable to communicate it in a clear, direct and sensitive way. And so what happens is the, the message just comes out with a little bit of a bite, a little bit of a sting. And so that's one of the problems with passive aggressive behavior is, is it literally sabotages the, the intent to connect. It actually creates more divisiveness and um, less trust. Because when a passive aggressive statement gets said, it doesn't get received very well. It's, that's kind of how it works. Well, there are many communication strategies that we can employ. And some of those communication strategies um, are, are how to approach a situation. How do we bring up an issue, bring up a topic? Another strategy is how do we respond to someone when they bring up a topic, when they bring up an issue? How do we respond to that in a way, again, that we can be confident, we can be secure and strong, and it doesn't cause more problems? Um, and um, the third thing is, is how do we, how do we resolve an issue? We have to bring up issues. We're gonna, we, we, got, we, we hope we can get to the point where we resolve these issues. So those are the basic tools we use when we're in an argument or a conflict. But when somebody does a passive aggressive statement, it's not like 
there's a full-on conversation being had. It's like a verbal drive-by, okay? Just one little statement, bop, bop, bop. And, and then we're like, what, what, what was that? And we have a couple of options as the receiver of this passive-aggressive statement. One thing we can do is we, we can pretend like it didn't happen. We just ignore it, all right? When we ignore it, what happens is, is that person gets, gets by with his, his drive-by passive-aggressive statement, and there's no consequence for it. They're, they're free. It's like they outran the police officer, so to speak. And so not saying something also kind of supports or encourages that kind of behavior to continue. So then there is uh, the other thing that happens is it kind of gets under our skin and it just burns and it's frustrating. We feel, uh, we feel um, impotent in our ability to do something or say something. We can't really defend ourselves um, when we're just being quiet. It's not a very effective tactic. And I'm sure a lot of people have used that one. Unfortunately, the other person who is passive aggressive, uh, since there's no real consequences for it, they just keep doing it. And so it perpetuates the very thing that we want to stop. The other thing that we can do, which usually doesn't work either, is we call them out on it. And we, we point out that they're being rude or insensitive or mean. Now, the power of the passive aggressive statement gives them the back door of just saying, oh, I was just kidding. I was just joking. Gosh, don't take so much offense to it. You're sensitive. So that's one of the ways that people respond to passive aggressive statements is by calling them out on it or, ow, that hurt. But when we say, ow, that hurt, well, then we've already given them the value out of the passive aggressive statement. And so why would they want to change? They Okay. Oh, you got hurt. Oh, oops. Yeah, right. It's like, you don't want to make a scene. Someone says something and you do go, ow. It's like, well, you don't want to do that. Uh, Whether you're at a party, a social interaction, or even at work, um, maybe it's a sibling or a friend who says something passive aggressive. Now, it's important that we call people out on their passive aggressive statements, but we got to do it stealthily. If we do it, the blatant in-your-face confrontation, well, then the, the nature of the passive-aggressive behavior allows them to sneak out the back door and be innocent, and you're the one that's overly sensitive and got your feelings hurt. So we got to be strategic about doing this. Now, I, I've tried to find strategies on how to deal with passive-aggressive behavior, and usually those strategies really turn into just cutting them out of your life. Let's be honest. That's not, that's not always an option, especially if they're our boss or, or somebody in our, um, in, our, in our work circle that we have to deal with on a constant basis. Cutting them out of our life isn't a very good uh, uh, strategy. That tactic ain't going to cut it. So what we got to do, and I've been trying to uh, find ways to deal with passive aggressive behavior and ba- passive aggressive statements in a way that that not only puts a person in a position of like power 
and defending themselves in a healthy way, but it doesn't destroy the power of the connection in the relationship. And in fact, increases the strength of the connection. So what I'm going to invite you to do is to use what I call the translator, the translator. Now the translator is a super simple tool to use and extremely effective in dealing with passive aggressive statements. How the translator works is, is we translate. Okay. Imagine if someone said something passive aggressive and an angel dropped down out of heaven and said, Hey, look, emo, what this person is trying to say is, and then the angel translate translates what that passive aggressive statement was in the clearest and kindest and real way possible. So let's do a, for example, so true story. This is how I really started to go. Wait a minute. I'm on to something. Okay. Now, remember the reason why people are passive aggressive isn't because they're trained to be manipulative or mean or rude. Passive aggressive behavior is a, an attempt to be kind. All right. Careful with their words, but they leak frustration, hurt, disappointment. And so there's multiple messages being sent when someone's being passive aggressive. And so it, our job to do when we translate is to capture the different elements in the message without adding to it or twisting it and trying to stick it back to them. No, we're, there's, all we're doing is translating the message. So here's a true story. I'm not a, a good fix it type of guy, you know, when, when there's something that needs to be fixed, I'm a procrastinator when it comes to those kinds of things. At least I, I have been in the past. And um, so there's a situation where my boys were kind of roughhousing and they're, you know, young teens and they break the pin in the bottom of one of those sliding closet doors in the hallway. They bumped into it and they bust that thing off. Well, in my procrastination strategy, I just take that shelf and kind of stick it or that uh, door and I stick it in the closet. You know, it's not a quick, easy fix. So I'll deal with it later. Well, you know, I'll get to the weekend. Well, those weekends turn into months. Those months turn into over a year. So one Saturday, I decided I'm going to tackle this manly project of fixing this accordion door. And so what I do is I take a look at what's wrong and I go to Home Depot. I get the tools I need. I get the supplies I need. Oops, got the wrong things. Go back to Home Depot. Anyway, I take the time and it takes half the day to fix this door. And now this door works better than it was before. In addition to that, I also cleaned up the entire mess and put all the tools away. So the only thing that's the evidence of me fixing this door is that the door is fixed, okay? And there's a couple of receipts from Home Depot. Other than that, I, it's leave no trace, okay? I'm on this, this kick for leave no trace. 
And I'm feeling really, really good about this, this, you know, manly fix up project. And so in feeling really good about it, my wife says something in that moment and it's passive aggressive. Um, she, she notices that I got that fix and she says this, she says, gosh, Emil, it's sure nice to have that finally fixed. Now, I might be overly sensitive, but instead of there being a parade with candy thrown, celebrating my manliness and fixing this, I got kind of a little bit of a dig with the emphasis on the finally. And now because I was putting together strategies to dealing with passive aggressive and passive aggressive statements, I decided I would use the translator right there in that moment. And so I thought for a second, you know what? What, what messages is she trying to send to me in that passive aggressive statement? And I knew what they were, right? I mean, most people can tell what they are. There's two different messages being sent. One is she appreciates that I got the door fixed and she's really happy about that, but she's really frustrated that it took me so long to do it. That's the translation. So I say, honey, I think what you're trying to say is, although you really appreciate me getting it done, you're still kind of frustrated that it took so long for me to fix it. Is that right? Now, in that moment, I had that kind of deer in the headlights look like, whoa, like, I didn't just say, ow, that kind of hurts, or hey, that's passive aggressive, or that's a backhanded compliment, okay? Because any one of those could have led to a defensive posture on her, okay, of saying, well, that's not what I meant, or you're taking it too personal. But when I translated it, as if an angel had come down and said, Emo, what she's trying to say is, once I said it like that, she didn't need to be defensive. In fact, I was her defense, now, notice, I didn't try to add a little stinger in there. Like, sounds to me like what you're trying to say is that you're glad it got done, but it took so long, and you just needed to make a point of it. See, there's no value in making it a comeback to her because all that's going to do is reinforce the justification for why she wasn't being so kind and sensitive. Because if I'm going to be a jerk about it, well, then that just makes more sense for why she should have done it in the first place. But when I was kind about it, what happened is the potency of the little dig died. And she's sitting there going, oh, crud. And so she, she kind of looks at me and says, uh, isn't that what I said? Kind of hoping that... Uh, there was probably some misunderstanding on my part, even though she knows that it rang true. And I stuck with it. I said, I, I think that's what you were trying to say, but that's not how it came out. And she's like, oh. oh, now she feels beautifully terrible about it. Now, when she feels beautifully terrible about it, I'm also making her look pretty good. Like I'm, I'm seeing the best in her. And when I see the best in her, it makes it really hard for her to be upset with me. So now this tactic of translating is now being used for a variety of situations. And I don't have to look bad. I don't have to look weak. I don't have to look like I'm too sensitive. 
In fact, the more people that are present in the room, the more potency my translation has because it puts them in a really interesting spot. Because if I translate what they're saying, hey, I think what you're trying to say is you're really frustrated that it took so long for me to get this proposal done. And uh, it would have been a lot nicer if that proposal was done sooner. Now, if that person was passive aggressive and they made a little statement, what are they going to do? Are they going to say, no, I meant to be a jerk? That, That makes it even sound worse. And so the more people that are present in the room, the higher the likelihood of them feeling worse about it, but also not so mad at you, the person who translated, because you're the one that saw the best in them. So now to to train or practice for this, there are certain people in your life, okay, whether it's a teenager or um, a sibling or an in-law or whatever, someone at work, where they'll make a passive aggressive statement. They'll just put a little zinger to you. And what we need to do to, to practice is write that down and look at, okay, what's the message that they're trying to say? As if an angel came down from heaven and said, hey, I think what they're trying to say is, and then just fill in the blank. And if you can do that, if you can do that, what will happen is it'll be so much easier for you to handle those things in real time. Because most passive aggressive statements have a couple of different messages that they're delivering at the same time. And the reason why that's got that little poisonous dart to it is because they're leaking some of their frustration, their hurt, their disappointment. All I have to do is label that emotion that they're trying to get me to feel. So I'm saying, sounds to me like you're really frustrated or you're disappointed or you're really hurt. And you want me to understand blank and blank. Is that, is that right? And now they either have to confirm it or correct it. Now, either way they handle it is, is you know, going to be fine because I can handle those responses when I use some other tools. Now, those tools are how do we respond to other people's criticisms, questions, declarations, and commands. Now, that's a different, we'll have a topic on a, on a different day to deal with how to engage in conflict and maintain your composure and your strength. Um, We'll talk about that at a different time. But what I wanted to do today was to give you a strategy on how to deal with those verbal drive-bys when there isn't really a conversation going on that's riddled with conflict or frustration or disappointment. It's just a little dig that they do in the process of the other things that they're talking about. And so now instead of choosing to be silent and pretend like you ignore it or responding by getting all hurt about it, which they have the back door. Now what we do is we hold them accountable in a loving way, which makes them squirm. And they'll start thinking twice about whether or not they want to use passive aggressive statements with you. Go to emoharker.com to get a free copy of my book, You Can Turn Conflict into Closeness.